we stand here in the house of the Lord and we bring you greetings during this African-American History Month as we still celebrate the blessings and the gifts that African-Americans have provided for the world. And so we are so glad that you have joined us today as we ready ourselves for the worship of our God, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. Let me say this day to you and you say to yourself, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice, hallelujah, and be glad in it. And now I turn you over to our music department, our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, and her husband, Brother Darnell Carr, as they prepare for the word of God. Praise the Lord, everybody. What a blessing it is to be in the presence of the Lord one more time. If you are, come on and give the Lord a hand praise this morning. How many know that God is good and his mercy endures forever? We thank you for your forever mercy this morning, Lord. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation, people from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are. You are good. Come on and give the Lord some praise this morning. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Come on and say the scripture, Lord, you're good. And your mercy endures forever. Lord, you're good, say. Your mercy endureth forever. From every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are, for who you are, Lord, for who you are. You're Alpha, you're Omega, for who you are. You're the beginning and you're the end. For who you are, you are good, you are good, so good, so good. Come on, let's praise and praise. 
good. You are good all the time and all the time. You are good. You are good all the time and all the time. You are good. You are good all the time and all the time. You are good. You are good all the time and all the time. You are good. People from every nation. People from every nation and tongue. From generation to generation, we worship you. this morning. Bless you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for another opportunity to come into your house, to lift our hands and lift our voices and say thank you for all that you've done this week, all that you've done during all of our lives, Father, how you made a way, how you keep bringing us further and further, Father. How you didn't bring us this far to leave us, but you're even with us now, even in these times in this world, Father, we know you're in control. We thank you for the service. Thank you for our pastor. Thank you for the words you'll bring. Let it touch all of our hearts, Father. Let it, each, let it touch each home represented here and each home watching, Father. And we thank you that we'll be doers of your word and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. to me 
here I am. We're here to worship, Lord. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say, Lord, you're my, you're my God. All together, all together, all together, worthy, all together, wonderful to. wherever you are just lift your hands before the Lord here I am here I am to worship we adore you Lord here I am to worship here I am to bow down here I am to say that you're my God Here we are to say that you are ours and we are yours and we give you thanks and we give you praise. Come with us now to the New Testament, the book of Acts. The book of Acts, chapter 28, verses 1 through 6. Acts 28, verses 1 through 6. And as you are able, won't you stand for the reading of God's holy word and listen now for the word of the Lord. <clears throat> After we had reached safety, we then learned that the island was called Malta. 
The natives showed us unusual kindness. And since it had begun to rain and was cold, they kindled a fire and welcomed all of us around it. Paul had gathered a bundle of brushwood and was putting it on the fire when a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they, they said to one another, this man must be a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, Paul, however, shook off the creature into the fire, and he suffered no harm. They were expecting him to swell up or drop dead. But after they had waited a long time and saw that nothing unusual had happened to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. The word for the people, the people for the word, thanks be to God. He may be seated in the presence of God. Won't you now pray with and for me? Oh Lord, as I stand with your word in my heart, a word that I pray will bless and strengthen your people in such a time as this. Please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. And you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Let everybody say, Amen. We are living in a time that we can't hide because the news every day reminds us of the trouble that we're in. All over the world. And I'm reminded that, that the God we serve would not just leave us in a total mess where he did not give us some authority to do something about it. And so we go to the book of Acts and hear what the Lord has to say when we find ourselves as we are today in trouble. The title of our message today is In the Name of Jesus. Where do you stand today? In the name of Jesus. Where's your authority today? In the name of Jesus.
Beloved, have you ever gone through something phenomenal and just as you come out of it feeling really good, you, you about to celebrate your victory and something happens. It's called when it rains, what? It pours. Sometimes life has a way of just saturating you with, with one situation after another. Sometimes you have years like that, or months, or weeks, or days. And in our lesson this morning, we find Paul the Apostle. Pastor Paul coming out of a very difficult situation and landing on an island that allowed him a degree of safety and kindness, and peace. Oh, pastor found him, found the people who welcomed him on the island to be very hospitable, the Bible says, and very kind. The Bible even goes on to say that they showed unusual kindness. You know, you know what, you know what. It just must be really nice to find after we're just coming out of some trouble and, and find ourselves in the company of some wonderful people. Yes, Pastor Paul had reached safety on an island called Malta where the people showed him unusual kindness. And then they kindled a fire and they welcomed everybody around the fire. Oh, everything was going fine, Pastor. Uh, uh, Paul was chilling, glad that the battle was over, feeling his oats happy, basking in the feeling of victory. Oh, glad that the previous situation didn't just take him out. Paul was riding high. So he started to help even in making the fire. The word of God says, Paul had gathered a bundle of brushwood and was putting it on the fire when a viper, a snake, driven out of the heat, fastened itself on his hands. Oh, my, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what you would have done at a time like this. You know what? You know what? The truth is that we have to. We have to get out of just this little bit. The truth is, trouble is just something else. My daughter likes to say, trouble ain't no joke. If only we could just predict trouble coming, you know what I mean? If only we could have a warning siren. If only we could get a hint that it's about to strike. But, but, but in reality... In reality, we never know when something's going to happen that will shake us to the foundation of our very being. We just never really know. Well, well now, well, but if the truth be told sometimes, sometimes we should have seen trouble coming. We do get some warning signs sometimes, but we ignore the signs. We ignore trouble. 
we blind to trouble or just think we can fix trouble. We don't look or listen to the warning signs of trouble. Now, let me try to help you today. Let me, try, let me try to help you today. Listen, listen. If your finance is 45 years, if you're sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I don't know how that word came up, I guess, because some people have trouble when they have a fiance that don't have no finance. Let me say that. If your fiance is 45 years old and has never held a job for more than six months at a time, that's trouble. That's a sign right there. If you've been coughing for six weeks, and it hadn't gotten any better, that's a sign. If you find a love note in her purse, or his purse, not her purse, and if it's signed by Alfonso and your name is James, that's a sign, that's a sign. Many times, like, life is kind enough. The, the Holy Spirit loves us enough to just give us a sign. I said, a sign that trouble is company. But you know what I find out many times, because I'm a woman and I know about women, especially with women, uh, we, we, we see the signs, but we don't run from them. Because we think we can fix it. We fix our uppers. We think we can change it. Now, oh, however, somebody say, however. There are those times when everything is going just like you prayed it would be. And then suddenly, suddenly, out of nowhere, suddenly, Everything seems to just fall apart. Oh, it can happen. It can happen. So Paul the apostle had become the victim of a sudden attack from the enemy. So the lesson is that we need to always be on guard. Always be prayed up, geared up for the enemy. Because we never, ever know when. Oh, but listen, listen. Even seeing all the signs of trouble coming, the devil is such a trickster that he can catch you sleeping. Don't ever get so relaxed that you don't pray, beloved. Don't ever get so happy that you forget the Lord, beloved. Don't ever get so satisfied in a good situation that you don't think it can't change if you don't have the Lord on your side. Don't ever get so comfortable that you forget that the devil is busy. You can't and I can't get mad at the devil for doing his job. We ought to be upset when Christians not doing their job. Do not ever take God for granted and stop praising God. Colossians 4 and 3 says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and 
thankful. First Thessalonians 5 and 6 says, So then let us not be like others who are asleep. Young people today say we need to be woke. They know there's so much going on that this ain't no time <laughs> to be asleep. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert, alert, alert. Because our enemy, the devil, the Bible tells us he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone who don't belong to the church, looking for someone who don't have to pray, looking for someone who doesn't worship so that he can devour them. You better be careful. You better join a church. You better praise the Lord. And so, beloved, look at what trouble in your life does to people who were so good and friendly, always smiling in your face. Look at this, look at this. The Bible says, when the natives saw the creature hanging from Paul's hand, they said to one another, this man must be a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. You know what, child of God, child of God, child of God, it's amazing how quickly People can turn on you when you're in trouble. When the devil is out of their house for just a while, and the devil's in their stuff, people will drop you like a hot potato. And then they start talking about you just, just at the time when you need help the most. The snake had fastened itself on. Paul and the people started gossiping. I, you know, I, I've, I've had many jobs and experiences and work, not just the church, because when I was called, they said I couldn't be a pastor because I was a female, so I had to go through that for years and years and years. But in all my endeavor on other jobs, I have found more gossiping in the church of Jesus Christ than when I worked in television. Somebody help me up in here. Help me up in here. Do you know what it is for trouble to fasten on to you, beloved? Just, just seems like you cannot get rid of that habit. Just seems like the more he dogs you, the more you keep going back, girl. Sometimes you look at your situation and you realize that, that you have been dealing with the same problems for 20 years. Nothing has changed. You've just gotten used to being in a mess. The devil has been bringing injury to your finances. Your child has been on drugs for over 10 years. You just lost your third car. You're getting ready to walk down the aisle for the fourth time, and you're just 32 years old. Trouble. I'm talking about trouble. Trouble will fasten to us. Trouble likes to get a grip of us. Trouble wants to reside in an area of our life. And when people ought to be encouraging us, they talking. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
If I stepped on your toes, just say ouch and keep praising. When people ought to be praying for you, they lying on you. When, when people need to be offering you their assistance, they running in the opposite direction. And the Bible says the creature was just hanging on his hand. <laughs> hanging on his hand. His business was out there for everyone to see. Even the more reason for them to try to help him. But, can you say but? Oh, but sometimes people can't help you, beloved. Sometimes people have trouble of their own. You look into trouble for, for help. So you better be able to help yourself. Remember when I told one of my elder aunts, I was talking one day and uh, she, she said, Huh, Lydia, you talking to me? I said, no, ma'am. I was in here talking to myself. She said, well, let me tell you something. The best person to talk to, the safest person to talk to, is yourself. I'd like to add Jesus to that conversation. Ah, listen. We can help ourselves by calling the name of Jesus and doing what Jesus says do. It's so easy to just say when you're in trouble, Jesus, when you're in trouble, Jesus, help me, help me, Jesus. I'm talking about how it used to be in the village with, with, with the black people. They, they knew how to say Jesus. Oh, they weren't too cute to say, help me, Lord. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Jesus, listen, Pastor Paul being the Christian that he was, Paul being the child of God that he was, Paul being the faithful servant that he was, Paul who walked and talked with the Lord every day throughout the day, Paul who gave of himself completely to the Lord. The Bible says he, he, um, he, however, however, he, however, this Christian man, shook off the creature into the fire. And the creature didn't harm him because he shook him off, beloved. It's a foolish thing to laugh at a Bible-toting, praying, worshiping, praising child of God. It's of no lasting delight for anybody to take for granted the strength of a Christian who's grounded in the word of God. It's, it, it is to the devil's advantage. To the devil's advantage to stay away from one of God's shown up faithful praise and praying child. You see, when we act like a Christian, the devil will flee. Ah, oh, it might seem like we can't make it, but, but you know what? Deep in our spirit and our soul, we know something that other people don't know. You know, I have relatives who really don't know me. <laughs> they think they do, but they don't. I had a, a 
pastor tell me once, the most important thing as a pastor for you to understand is that everybody in the church will not have your back. Everybody in the church who smiles in your face gets in the car and then the phone when they get home and will tear you down. So you can't just laugh at people who are Christians because it's the devil's advantage not to mess with a Christian. Oh, it may look like we're not going to make it, but looks will fool the world. It may seem as if we are on our last leg, but when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, when we are covered with the word of God, when we are saturated in a sanctified life, people better not laugh at us. People better not talk about us. People better get out of our way because we know how. Shake the devil off. And so I was talking about the preacher who was telling me, say, he said, the most important thing to do is to be around people who want to know your heart. You see, people who know your heart won't betray you. People who, people who know your heart Somebody say, you know what pastor did? Well, that's not like the pastor I know. <laughs> know your heart. When God knows our heart, then the devil will flee. When the devil comes into our life and he jumps us by surprise and he fastens himself onto us, we need to just shake him off. Shake him off, child of God. Greater is he who is in me than he who's in the world. You better get out of, of my life, devil. Jesus said that he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. You better get away from me, trouble, because joy is coming in the morning. Oh, Pastor Paul, just don't get upset with people. Just Shake it off and shake them off. <laughs> Verse 6 says that. The people were expecting him to swell up or drop dead. But after they had waited a long time and saw that nothing unusual had happened to him, they changed their mind. Oh, beloved, beloved. Today, the world is looking at us. They're looking at you and me expecting us to give in when hard times come our way. The world is looking at us and just waiting for us to give up. The world is looking at us living in this cray-cray world and in these last and evil days and expecting us to run and hide. But but as long as we have King Jesus, as long as we have King Jesus, we have power 
And we have strength. We have protection. We have faith and we have authority over the devil because we are real, shown up, bona fide Christians. Oh, and remember, saints, no matter what we're going through, we still blessed. <laughs> when everything is turned upside down, stop and say, however, the Lord is still blessing me right now, when I'm living from paycheck to paycheck, just stop and say, however, the Lord is still blessing me right now. Hey, when you're smiling in the daytime and crying through the night, stop. Wipe the tears away and say, however, the Lord is still blessing me right now. Anyway, you bless me, Lord. I'll be satisfied. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, we can shake the devil off. We are still alive. You can shake the devil off because you are in the word of God. You can shake the devil off because something good is about to happen in your life. You can shake the devil off. God is not through with you yet. That's why you're still alive. You can shake the devil off because destiny is calling you to a higher dimension. Oh, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. And it's changing. You got to be a Christian who loves God enough to trust him in the change because he's doing a new thing. He questions, he asks, Christian, don't you perceive it? Can't you see what I'm doing? I'm giving you all kind of signs of the trouble that's coming. I'm giving you all kind of ways to see me and to hear my voice. Oh, shake the devil off because he can't destroy us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. All things in your life are working together for your good because you love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God is on our side. You don't have to fear anybody. God will set a table for you in the presence of your enemies. So it's okay to have some enemies. In fact, if you don't have no enemies, I'm worried about you. Hallelujah. Because then you ain't going to have nobody to invite to the party. He'll make your enemy your footstool. Shake, shake, shake the devil off. Don't get depressed. Don't get anxious. Shake the devil off in Jesus' name because God has something good for you. At my age, I'm just getting excited about all the things I got to make sure I'm doing because I want to wear a crown. I want to wear a crown. Shake him off. Get in God's presence. 
Because in God's presence there is fullness of, of joy and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Oh, when you think I ought to be crying, I'm smiling because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes, the world's falling apart. Yes, all the signs of the end are here. I'm smiling. I'm smiling. Shake the avatar off. Don't be afraid. Them, the Lord, your God, will fight for you. This battle's not mine. It's the Lord's. And it seems to me that the older I get, the more he shows up. For little bitty things, when I can't find something, I don't know how many times I've said, Lord, that wasn't there. I know you did it. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, shake the devil off. Because the Lord watches over me and you. A songwriter back in the day would say, shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil. Hallelujah. Shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. Hallelujah. And in the name of Jesus. Don't ever mess with him without calling Jesus. Shake the devil off. Hallelujah. Shake, shake, shake. Stop worrying about it. Shake the devil off. Hallelujah. Shake, shake, Things shake. Things going on in your house, go out to every the room. Shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. In the name of Jesus, shake the devil off. He's under my feet. Shake the devil off. Yeah. That's all we got to do. We got this. Shake the we devil off. We got this. In the midst of all the turmoil, we got feet. peace. Shake the devil off. Shake him off. In the name of Jesus, shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. He's everywhere. Shake the devil off. But when I wake shake, up in the morning, shake, shake, I want the devil to say, oh, my God, shake she woke devil up. Off. I better go somewhere else. She woke up. Shake, shake, shake. Don't fear it. Shake the devil off. Take authority over. Shake, in shake, the name shake. of Jesus. Shake the devil get out of off. my house in the name shake, of shake, Jesus. Shake. Devil, get out of my finances. The devil in the name off. of Jesus. Devil, in the name get out of my of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shake the devil off. Give the Lord a hand praise. Hallelujah. When you're in the grocery store doing funny things like this here, we are peculiar people. People ought to wonder about us. Because the world's just going around crying, having heart attacks, and all that other stuff. I cannot hear people tell me so much today. Say, Pastor. I'm scared. 
I said, that's okay. That's okay. If you just remember, how I have fought fear at so many levels. If you just remember that Jesus will never give you a spirit of fear, not of the devil. But Jesus will give you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I'm talking about Jesus. We have authority over the enemy. If there's one watching, I, I don't, I keep saying it, but I don't know if you're hearing me. I just pray that you are. All these signs mean something. All this stuff that's going on in the world, God is speaking. People who don't have any respect for human life, God said the day would come. People who, who don't even like the word of God, when people stop going to church, when people stop listening, when, look at When they want, don't want to hear sound doctrine, but they want to hear whatever makes them feel good. This is God's time. We cannot take it lightly. This is God's time. The problem has been is we get so much in God's way because we want God's attention. Church has not been about him. Church has been about people. He's a jealous God. He's not going to tolerate it. The more he blesses us, the more we forget him. When you're more comfortable calling the name of your friend than you are the name of a Jesus, he takes it personally. We must. What's the Bible saying? In the book of Isaiah, when the people were acting like we're acting today, God said, I'm just going to destroy them. Then he sent the prophet. He said, and you tell them this. If my people only way we can get out of this. Who are called by my name. He's talking to a nation now. The nation of Israel. Not just, not just the individual. He's talking to America. Would humble themselves with your proud, proud self. You can't be messing with China. That's all I got to say. You ain't the baddest thing in the world anymore. Maybe you never were. Humble themselves. Pray. Seek my face. And repent of their sin. Then. See, God said, if then, God. If you do this, then I'll do that. 
all this talk about God. If you do this, God says, then I'll do that. It is the verse that will save this country and the world. It's got to be God's way or the highway because God is God. If he says join the church and be faithful to the assembly, do that. Do that. If he says turn away from your sin, do that. The problem with America is America has never repented for her sins. She keeps doing the same thing over and over and over and over in different ways. Repent means to stop it. Enough is enough. Change your wicked ways and be obedient to God's way. And so if this is the church you would like to officiate with, you'd like to come and be one of us, we would love to have you. But if not, you call the church and, and ask my sister to get in touch with me, and I'll recommend you a church. I'll look it up. I will look it up myself. Get in the church. Like Jesus said. Because the day Now as we as we close this worship service, now as we say bless you in your life, now as we say whatever you do, when trouble comes, ask for the enemy to be destroyed in the name. That's the stamp on the request. It, it can't get to him without that. Put the stamp on the letter now, or else it ain't going to go nowhere. In the name of Jesus, shake the devil off. Stand to your feet as we let the church say, What are we saying today? We shall, in the name of Jesus, we shall overcome. We shall overcome. that he has the power and the authority to shake 
the devil off. But what do we have to say? In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen.